Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's My Purpose podcast. I'm so excited that you decided to join in. I can't wait to share what God has laid on my heart with you. Welcome to springtime. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's spring or summer or winter because it feels like I'm going through almost all four of the seasons daily in the morning or in the afternoon my air is on then at night i need my heat on i don't know what in the world is going on the pollen is going crazy and my kids have allergies like my husband i did not develop allergy complications until i was pregnant with deuce but my god they have been struggling so my allergy sufferers please send me all the remedies um, that you have i think we may be on some type of regimen now that seems to kind of sort of be working um once i get it down pat i'll share with you guys what we're doing but lord have mercy it has been a journey then on top of that you know you never know if it's allergies or like are you really sick do you have a cold you know because of course deuce you know he's goes to school so he's running the kids so it's like okay what's really going on you know so we're working through it praise the lord we're working through it we're making it go but it has definitely been a journey and it's something that i'm learning more and more about <laughs> more and more about but of course with pollen comes the hot weather which means more and more people are out and about Y'all, oh my gosh, I call myself trying to go to an event a couple of weekends ago and the traffic threw me. Mind you, it was the evening. It's like, yo, what is going on? So pack your patience when you're on the road. And my dad always told me, drive for everybody else. Even though you can drive, other people might not be able to. So be safe out here in these streets, y'all, because let me tell you, I get annoyed with traffic and I get annoyed to be around people who cannot drive. And I'm just grateful that I made it to my destination safely, made it back home, all that good stuff. But my God, I saw Rex on the way. Like I said, I was in traffic along the way. It's like, why is everybody trying to go somewhere? Stay home. <laughs> Stay home. But anyway, just be safe. Be careful out here in these streets. I know it's getting warm. Everybody wants to be out. It's feeling cookout-ish, you know, Memorial Day is coming up. It's just a lot to be cautious of, you know, mosquitoes, people in traffic. I mean, it's just a whole mess out here, okay? So be safe, be careful, be cautious. Keep your eyes open, as my mom would say, keep your head on the swivel, which is always so funny to me, but I find myself saying it, which is so crazy. <laughs> you know, you tell your parents say crazy stuff, and then you're like, I will never say that. I would never do that. And then you find yourself saying it, and you find yourself doing it. Lord have mercy. Like, ugh. you know, you're like, ugh. what in the world? But it is what it is. It happens. It happens to the best of us. It is what it is but be safe i don't know what the summer brings i'm hoping that this pollen calms down i want me some cute outfits i do know that 
So y'all give me all of the websites that I need to go on and let me know what I need, where I need to shop. I really want some cute like little two pieces, not bathing suits, but like two piece outfits, you know, like the little crop top and then the wildlet pants or the crop top and then like the maxi skirt. I think that that combination is so, so super cute. Um, so if you have some websites, let me know because I want to look cute and flowy and all that good stuff this summer. Okay? Okay. Now, speaking of looking cute, I want to go to a nice brunch. I want to go to a nice dinner. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know what I got going on, what my what my thought process is like from day to day because that's that's how it goes for me. Like at one minute I'm thinking about clothes, another minute I'm thinking about where I want to go, but you know, it's all going to come together because I'm going to speak it and it's going to happen and it's going to be an amazing summer, a healthy summer, a well summer, and it's going to be full of self-care because I deserve and you deserve too. So make sure that you are putting yourself into position to make time for yourself and really enjoy what life has for you. Okay. Speaking of brunch though, y'all, my homeboy, David, <laughs> no, not my friend because I don't even think I have a friend named David, but my homeboy David in the Bible, y'all, how many times have you heard Psalms 23? All the time. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Blah, 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 blah. Not blah, 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 but the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And so on and so on and so on. We have all heard this scripture, this entire chapter. We've quoted it, but have you really ever dissected each part? you really could like go into a full essay dissertation so to speak of this entire chapter but i want to point out since we were talking about going to dinner and brunches i wanted to point out verse five so in psalm 23 verse five it says you so this is david talking to god he said you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil, my brimming cup runs over. And I was reading from the NIV, the New International Version of the Bible. I'm going to read that again. Again, verse 5 of Psalms 23. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my brimming cup runs over. I felt like they added the brimming part to remind us that this cup has a brim. And because God is pouring so much into it, we need to be able to visualize the blessings being poured into there and running over. Why is this verse so important? Why do you think that is so important? Well, it is a reminder that God is preparing a table before me. It actually alludes to later on in the Bible in Philippians 4:19, where he says, and my where Paul says, and my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. It's very similar here. When you go to someone's home for dinner or you go to your brunch spot or your dinner spot, the host prepares the table for you. You don't do anything except eat. Everything that you need is given to you. Your silverware, your napkin, your plate, your food, your beverage, everything is 
given to you. You don't have to do anything. The only thing you have to lift your finger to do is to eat or to drink, right? This is the same thing that's happening here in this word. He says, you prepare a table before me. So what David is essentially is saying is, God, you are attending to my every need. Everything that I can possibly think of, everything that I need, anything that arises in my life that I am in need of, you have already provided. You have already taken care of it. You have already made the way for it to happen in the name of Jesus. We depend on God to do these things. There's so much that we depend on God to do. Waking up going to work or working, you know, if it's working from home or, you know, providing for bills to be paid or providing necessities for your life <coughs> or providing necessities for your children, right? <coughs> Excuse me. The, God has granted us everything that we are in need of. Right here in Psalms 23 and 5, David is reminding God of what he does for him. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Even though all of these things around me are trying to cave in on me and make it feel like there is no way out. There is nothing that I can do. These people or these things are against me. You have prepared a table before me. Everything that I am in the need of, you have have already supplied. You have already made it available to me. You anoint my head with oil. When 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 we are anointed, right? We are given the we're given the power. We we are given the power of the Holy Ghost. Everything that is within the Holy Ghost, everything that is within God's power is is then smeared upon us. Right, thou anointest my head with oil. The oil, the love, the anointing, the grace that you are anointing me with, all of that is in that oil that is being smeared onto our foreheads by, by God here. And he says, My brimming cup runs over. I want to point out here. There's a little note in the Bible that says it is difficult for those living in a temperature climate to appreciate, but it was customary in hot climates to anoint the body with oil to protect it from excessive perspiration. When mixed with perfume, the oil imparted a delightfully refreshing and invigorating sensation. Athletes anointed their bodies as a matter of course before running a race. As the body, therefore, anointed with oil was refreshed, invigorated, and better fitted for action. So the Lord would anoint his sheep with the Holy Spirit, whom oil symbolizes, to fit them to engage more freely in his service and run in the way he directs, in heavenly fellowship with him. So again, as I stated, the oil is that Holy Spirit power. The Bible also says that after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, ye shall receive power. So as God is anointing his head with oil, David here is saying that you have, you're giving me the Holy Spirit power. You are right here in this moment, smearing power onto me so that I may follow exactly where you tell me to go. You shall direct my path. 
It says, my cup runs over. I talked before about, um, and it may have been in prayer when I was like, um, I have where Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. When we talk about abundance, we're talking about to the full until it overflows. It's just so much, right? God is just giving us so much because he loves us so much. He's constantly pouring into us. Can you imagine someone saying that they're thirsty and you begin to pour and as you're pouring, the water just begins to overflow out of the cup, but they keep drinking it. Can you imagine drinking from a cup that never gets empty? Wow. Can you imagine drinking from a cup that never gets empty, where you never have to thirst again? You never have to want again. Let me make it a little bit uh, plainer for you. Imagine living in a home, and this may be somebody's testimony here, but imagine living in a home and you never have to want for more space. You have everything that you need in this home. Many people purchase a home and they want a certain amount of space, whether it is studio living or mansion living, right? In that moment, when you begin to look around your home and you do not have to want for more because every time you turn around, you are completely satisfied with where you are, that my friend is is how is how we see this cup running over i never have to thirst again is what david is saying here because why my cup runneth over everything that i could possibly need you are already pouring it into my cup not necessarily a physical cup a coffee mug or a cup of water but within me, you're filling me up. One of my favorite songs by one of my favorite gospel artists, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, she says, fill me up till I overflow. I want to run over. Everything that's inside of me, I want to run over. The prosperity that you're pouring inside of me, I want to run over. I want it to run over into my children. I want it to run over into my children's children. The blessings that you're pouring into me, I want them to run over into my, into my, all over into my workplace, into my life, into every aspect of my life. The love that you're pouring into me, I want to overflow. The anointing that you're pouring into me, I want it to overflow. I want it to be a fullness within me. I want it to be a fullness within my home, within my life, within my children, within my grandchildren, within my great-grandchildren, within my husband, within my parents, my circle of friends, my siblings. You want it to overflow. That is what David is saying here. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. And he doesn't say I dropped my cup. <laughs> he says my cup runs over. I'm holding on to it as it is running over. God's divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. 
accept the invitation to dine at the Lord's table. He's not saying you can't sit with us. He's saying, come on in. I've set the table before you. Come on in and have a seat. Let's sup together. And that simply means let's dine. As I always say, let's commune with one another. God is waiting for that conversation. God has already supplied everything that we could possibly need. All he's waiting on is for you to sit at the table with him. Chat with him a while. And this is not just simply a monologue of you or of us saying, I need, I need, I need, I need. However, it is a dialogue. If you've ever been to brunch or you've been to dinner with others, it is a dialogue or a conversation that takes place, right? We don't sit there and just talk to ourselves when we're sitting at a table full of people. We engage in conversation. Well, how was your day? Oh, my day was good. How was your day? Oh, girl, how are the kids? Oh, my goodness. They, they must be getting so big. You start showing pictures of your kids. You may talk about, you know, what's going on at work. You may share a life story. You may share the, your latest purchase. Okay. That is the same thing that must happen when we are sitting at the Lord's table. We are there to dine. He is hosting us. Everything is set. All he wants is some time. All he wants is for us to chat with him a while. All he wants is for us to actually sit at the table with him and not be in such a rush that we have to go and do something else or go and be somewhere else. God is, he, he's loving and he's patient and he wants us to be with him. And we should want to be where he is. We should always want to be where the presence of God is at all times. So remember that. Remember to accept that invitation. When God sends you that invitation to dine with him, which he already has, go ahead and accept it. Go ahead and get your best dress on and take yourself on to dinner with Christ. Talk a while. Tell him all about your troubles as the old folks used to say. <laughs> That's what they used to say, guys. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. He'll hear my faintest cry. Answer by and by. Let me tell you something. It may be an old song and some of the wording may not be quote unquote correct. However, the message still remains the same. Talk with Jesus. Have the conversation with him because I guarantee you, you'll walk away from that conversation with some answers. The same way you go to brunch and you may share something that's been bothering you. You share it with your girlfriends. You walk away with an answer. The whole purpose of you talking to your girlfriends was to get some type of answer or some type of solution to your problem. Guess what? We know someone that can answer even better than a friend. Because he is one that sticketh closer than a brother. And so when we dine with God, we must know that he's always going to give us the answer. He's always going to make sure that we are on the right path and that we are doing exactly what we are supposed to do. So dine with him, sit with him, talk with him, eat with him. Amen. Read your word. And when I say eat, I'm talking about picking up your word and eat. This is our, this is our sustenance right here. 
right? When you wake up in the morning and you're hungry, open the word. Feed me, God, until I want no more. Feed me. Feed me this word, this living word. Feed me. It's the bread of life. Feed me. Feed me. Allow my cup to overflow. Allow everything that you're pouring into me to just uh, let me be a receptor. Let me be a cup so that everything that you're pouring into me, I can accept it. And it's just so much that it begins to overflow and it begins to seep through every aspect of my life. A lot of times that's the part that sometimes we miss. We have something good going on in one area, but then another area seems funky. We got to make sure that when we're dining with God, that we, that we discuss all areas. God, what, what is it that's, you know, that's going on at my job? This is how I'm feeling about A, B, and C. How can you, how can I fix this? Please help. This is what I do. What am I doing wrong? Or this is what I do. How can I do this better? God, this is what's going on in my marriage and you already see it. So how can I fix it? What can I do? What is it that I'm doing or what is it that I'm saying that may be causing this? Help me to pray. Lord, what's, where does it say in your word that, that this, 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 this? Lord, what is going on with my children? Lord, what is going on with this relationship, with this friendship, right? And when I say relationship, I'm not just talking about between us and the spouse or between us and our children. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about relationships between coworkers. I'm talking about relationships between us and money. I'm talking about relationships between us and stuff, right? We have to make sure that as our cup is overflowing, that it can seep into all aspects of our life, not just one piece. God wants our whole being to be well because he has made us whole. Amen. He has made us whole. So we must make sure that in everything that we do, we are in prayer about our entire self our whole self from the inside out, from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Amen. Amen. Keep that in mind and let that marinate in your heart this week. Psalms 23 and five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over, which is basically like a foreshadowing to our second scripture, Philippians 4 and 19, and my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. Listen, God bless you. Don't let anything stop you from focusing on God. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for letting us come together to talk about your word to encourage each other and to feel your presence. Thank you, God, that you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. We thank you, Lord God, for always loving us, always caring for us, and always teaching us, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you.
We pray that you will continue to keep us and continue to keep our minds stayed on you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Listen, if God be for you, who can be against you? Don't you walk out of here or walk out of your house. Don't you leave here feeling like something is going to be against you and it will prevail. No, the gates of hell shall not prevail. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you shall be condemned. And guess what? God has already prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies. So listen, don't fret. God's got you. He's got you. Don't fret. Don't stress. Just be reminded that God loves you. I love you. And it is going to be all right. Okay. Now go ahead and pull up your seat at the table. <laughs> See y'all next time. Peace.